Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I'm so delighted you're here with me today because we have a very special guest. Today we have with us Miss Carissa Cano. She is an intuitive. She connects you to your loved ones, but she does it in such a different way and I was fortunate enough to have a session with her earlier where I was able to connect with my mom and it was super healing and amazing and so I'm going to talk to her today about what she does how she got started doing this and how you can possibly connect with her too so that she can help you connect with your departed loved ones so that you can find some healing and peace in your life. Before we get started with today's episode, though, we do have a word from our sponsor. There's no shame in seeking more out of life. It's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. If you feel a calling, if you've reached midlife or beyond and ache for something to light you up or to set you free, then this is the place for you. There's a seed inside you that wants to grow. Well, I invite you to join me in some insightful conversations about what it means to have reached midlife or beyond and find that you want a deeper connection with self and spirit, that you have dreams that you never dared act upon before now, that no matter your age, you're willing to finally meet your heart's longing and start an adventure to your true self. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible and our beautiful second act. So let's get started. All right, guys, we are back and I am so excited to be talking to Carissa today. Again, as I mentioned before, I was able to have a session with her where she helped me to connect to my mom. And you all know how fresh and raw that emotion is for me. And it was such an amazing experience. And so I cannot wait today to talk about my session and also to talk to her about what she does how she got started doing this so please help me welcome carissa today to the show welcome carissa i am so glad to be here i'm so happy that you're here today and i'm so happy that i found you because i think that what you do is absolutely amazing and so many people want to talk to loved ones who've crossed over and you explained earlier that you are merely a channel who helps to hold space for them so that they can connect themselves to their loved ones, which is just fabulous. I love that. And I love that idea that anybody can do this. It's wonderful. But before we talk about how you do this and our session that I had with you today, how about if we go back and you just tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you first know that you had abilities that you could connect to departed loved ones? Um, so I wasn't that kid that talked to ghosts and then at 17, there were some things that happened. Um, but I shut the door on that and I didn't tell anybody. It was pretty much a secret because I didn't want anyone to think I was crazy. Yeah. So I shut the door on that and I started to open it when, cause I'm a psychotherapist. And when I went back to school at 27 to become a therapist, I was in my own therapy and I told her about some of the experiences and her response was were you on drugs? <laughs> so I immediately felt shame and shut the door on it again and really became an atheist. And then at 37, I'm 43 now, 30, about 36, things started happening and my world was shook. And I think it, looking back, it was really important that I did become an atheist 
because I'm very cynical and I'm like, mm, I need to see it before I believe it. And so I think that was important to actually go through the atheist phase. And then when they're opening up, I mean, literally knocking shel books off shelves where nothing could knock things over. I mean, lots of stuff with my guides. And I was like, I got it. I believe it. And then I um, fast forward, I went into the sage method and did the year long intuitive um, um, teaching and mentorship with uh, Bo Maxwell. Yes, we had Isabeau on our show, and she's also amazing. Just loved having her on. And she talks about how she helps people to tap into their own gifts. Um, so you did that with Isabeau. And yeah. then explain to us a little bit about how you work with people, because it's not really the traditional way that most people think of when they think of connecting to their loved ones, going to a medium and a psychic. And you even said earlier that you really don't like those terms. Um, so explain to us how your process works and how you're different from what people might normally see on TV, like if they were to watch the Long Island Medium or someone like that. Okay, so first off, when I, I had to do t at least 10 readings a month um, in the program for that year, and I remember I came up, I had one client, and this is when it shifted, and it started to organically open up and change her uncle came through and I said, here's a man, it's your uncle. This is what he's wearing. Is that your uncle? Yes. And I said, well, he's wearing a mask. This was during the pandemic, right when vaccines were coming out. Like I didn't know, you know, back then we didn't know anything really. And he said, and he's wearing a mask. And I said, well, why does he have a mask on? She goes, mm. I said, okay. And I looked at him and he said, put on your mask. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, he said, put on your mask. And she got very upset. She's like, I don't believe in masks. Da, da, da. That's totally fine. Your preference. That's in that moment. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not getting involved. You guys need to hash this out. <laughs> like I'm not, it's not, this is not my thing. I don't like it. So I was like, you're, I'm going to hold space for you. And you're going to, you're going to talk to him. I have no idea why I said this. Honestly, I'm in a trance like state anyway. And I think it was my guys just working me through it because I've never done that before. I held space for her. She connected. Um, when she got off the phone, she said, I'm going to wear my mask. I, I have my gut feeling feels like that week she was going to run into someone probably with a huge viral load. Who knows? Right. I don't know. Um, that's when it all started. And I started playing around with it until it just became natural to where um, I ground clear protect. I do a full body relaxation for the, with the client. And then I asked the guides or their loved one who came through, like for you, I saw grandma first. I didn't see mom. I saw grandma and, um, they show me where to take you. And so for you, it was just like, take her to a safe place. Or sometimes it's let's climb stairs. Let's go downstairs. They tell me all different place, different things. And then I take you in and I just kind of guide you to, um, the spot where they're at. And they will either show up, like for you, your mom showed up, or sometimes people just feel them. I had one client where she um, had an experience and I said, well, explain what's going on in this space. And what she was explaining, I said, this sounds like um, what happens when you see a shaman, because you know, the energy throughout the body, they bring in the ancestral medicine. And she goes, that's funny you say that because there's a family secret that he was a shaman. That was her grandfather that was coming in. 
So sometimes you can just experience and feel, but majority of the time you see it really, there was a few of them where they couldn't see. And I remember saying, this is not fair. How come I can see you and they can't, this is not what I want to offer, but the client still had a good feeling and it was emotional. Like I know it was there and I felt it. And for whatever reason, they didn't like appear right in front of them. Like for you, Melissa, your mom. And it could be because it would be too much of an emotional overwhelm. I've had that with one. Okay. Or maybe do you think that might frighten some people maybe? Right. Yeah, where they think they're ready, but they're really not that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And I can understand that too, because it is, uh, it was very emotional for me. And we'll talk about that when we get into the session itself. It was very emotional. So I can understand why it could be too much for some people. And I can also understand the fear part too, because I know a lot of people when they, there's a lot of people who see things, hear things, feel things, and they don't wanna, just like you, they don't wanna say anything because they're afraid of the judgment and also just afraid of it in general that this is something that could harm them or is bad. And I think that it's a shame because I think a lot of people would open up more if that fear was gone, if they knew that it's okay, you're safe, it's all right. But um, maybe that is part of why people don't see their loved ones. For sure, definitely. Yep. And what, when you do these sessions, what have been some of the most maybe shocking moments for you or maybe let's say best, I don't know, what were some of the best moments for you working with clients? The one thing that stood out was I had a client, because this is my goal is to empower the client because we can all do this. That whole old paradigm where, oh, you're born with a gift. You have to be, have the gift to be psychic. No, that's not true. <laughs> it's energy. We tap into that. Um, she came in and she she couldn't find it was her mom. I'm pretty sure it was her mom or her grandma. I can't remember. Maybe I'm getting y'all confused, but anyway, it was one of the two and she couldn't connect. And so I said, they showed me her home and I said, I want you to walk up to the house. And I said, they're showing me uh, the dining room, like the sitting dining room area. And she goes, that's where we would sit and always chat. And I said, I'd like you to go in there. And that's where she was. And I just let them have a moment to embrace. And then, she, and I said, and I asked her, I said, can you check in and ask her if there's anything she wants to, wants to tell you or show you or anything she feels like you need to know. And, and she started laughing and she was so happy. And I was like, you want to share what she said? And she's like, yes, she's told me to stop going to people. And I said, oh, like, stop going to psychics. You can do yeah. this. You just have to take the time. It's not going to be every day, every time, but you just, you have to set the time and get really still and quiet. And she cut the session short and she was happy. And that's the moment that stood out. I was like, this is, this is why I like doing it. Yeah. This a lot. And I really do like that you're teaching other people that they can connect anytime they want to, if they just focus on setting the intention that they want to connect and getting quiet. And I think that's probably for many of us, the problem is we're just not, we're too busy. We're not getting quiet enough, not getting still enough and not looking for the signs. Yeah, it's getting in the right brain. 
So like the full body relaxation is to get out of the brain because we're such a left brain society, analyzing solution focused and into the right brain and get into that felt sense, um, experiential intuitive flow. And that's when you're open to receiving um, those big messages or those connections. Yeah. And so I know when we did my session, one of the first things you do is to set the intention of who it is that you would like to speak with and also putting in or anyone who wants to come forward because have you had have you found that you've had sessions with people who really wanted to talk to one person but a different person showed up yes there's one see you're i totally forgot about these so there was one where um she wanted she wanted to see her stepdad which is her dad i didn't wasn't aware of this and it was her mom and her biological father. And I said, okay, well, let's, you know, we did the whole thing. And then I came out and I said, why do you think your, your biological father showed up and not your stepdad? And she goes, my biological father died when I was three. And then my stepdad came in, who's also passed away. And I, and I, and I said, it felt like he wanted y'all to feel like a family again. And she goes, yeah, that's what it felt like. So that disappointment went away because she really wanted her stepdad. And so she was kind of, she was like, oh, it's, it's my dad. Oh my gosh. It was in the distance. I don't wonder why it's him. And as I brought them together, then she was able to relax into it. So that was really neat. Yeah, that's really interesting. And that reminds me of a session that I had had one time um, where my ex-husband passed away and he came through and he was remarried and the medium said he's coming through and i'm like well he wasn't my like we're not married anymore and she said yeah but he's remembering that he enjoyed when you were and you know so i thought that was very odd i was like oh okay i wasn't expecting that at all because you're like i'm not your current wife why are you talking about this so that's interesting that you bring that up that you know you're expecting one person another one comes through but i i think it is all for a reason because of that particular session i think i felt a little guilty about some things with him and it made me feel better knowing you know that there weren't ill feelings there you know so i think people do come through for a lot of different reasons and the healing part i think is number one for sure for sure and I'm sure that you probably see a lot of people who experience closure when they have these sessions because you give people the opportunity to ask any questions or, you know, let your loved one know what you might want, what they might want you to know. Mm -hmm. So there's that opportunity for things that are left unsaid to mm -hmm. be spoken. Yeah, and I started asking those questions because sometimes they would just be overwhelmed in tears and so um they it's kind of like not shell-shocked but just you know you just want to embrace and be in the moment and they would come out and be like oh i didn't ask and i was like oh thank you i need to start doing that yeah and that's so true too because again having gone to just a medium they're you're so in the moment caught up trying to listen to everything and then you forget to ask things you wanted to ask or 
Um, so I've had that happen myself. So I really appreciate that you do ask that because I think most people wouldn't even know where to start when doing a session like that. Yeah. I mean, you get to see a loved one that has been gone. Where do you start with that? You know, I mean, there's just so much. Yeah, for sure. So I know when we did my session, so one of the, the great things about it is you make the person feel very relaxed when you're beginning your session. And that was needed anyway, just because life gets so stressful. And it was great to be able to take that moment just to relax and focus on your breathing and imagining the light coming down through you to relax each and every part of your body. So that starts the whole process. And then once you do that, then you're kind of guided by the person's loved one on where to take them next. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So for you and I am in like a translate state, I think for you, they showed me the bench. There was a bench, right? Mm -hmm. And so they wanted you to go have a seat at the bench. It was kind of like, let's, she knows, let's get her there. This kind of feel like we need to get her there. So I don't know if I, if I wouldn't have done that or taken their guidance, you might've walked around for a lot longer in that space. I feel like, I don't know though. That's so interesting too, because I, when I do Reiki or if I do um, past life regression with one of my clients, one of the things I always do is have them go to a bench and sit on the really? bench. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness, that's interesting. And my mom would know that because I've done I've done Reiki sessions on her before. So she would know that I would tell people to do that. That's really interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah, one time there was one, it was a it was a swinging uh, swinging chair on the on their on the porch. And then she was able to connect. That, you know, the, I think that makes a big difference is the personal touches that the loved ones bring, because who knows you better than the people you're trying to connect with and that you have that intuitive insight to be able to hear them tell you like, okay, we'll take her to the bench or take them to the swing it makes it more personal. And I think a more real, realistic at least for me realistic experience yeah for sure and so as you're so as we're in the session because i'm relaxed and you're just telling me to visualize different things like i'm visualizing a safe place for me to go and what does that look like and focusing on really like the five senses because you're really going deep within as if you're in that space at that moment you say you're in a trance like state do you ever see then do you see what's happening as we're because as with my session for example i envisioned sitting on the bench and i was in like a forest and beautiful flowers and trees everywhere and my mom was actually sitting next to me on that bench can you see that happening as you're in that state whenever the loved one comes in it's like it goes dark and and i think it's really important because it's private it's sacred it's between the two of you before um now i remember before you connected she showed me she was holding your hand and then you i asked you to look down at your hand your right hand and you saw a heart 
And that was like, kind of like holding hands, the loving touch. So they show me some stuff like that. Um, but no, not a whole lot. Like they'll, the one before you today, he was showing me, it's like he was guiding her through opening up her intuition and she could feel him. him um like you could and um but i could see him and he's showing me i've got one foot in and one foot out and there's a reason and i would like turn him i say well why and he was he was like nope that's all i'm gonna give you so i could see some things like that but and i saw your great i saw a grandmother figure came in before which then your grandmother your mom showed she's with your grandmother right yeah yeah so i could see my grandmother like she pointed that my grandmother was standing kind of back because mm. i think she probably would have been right up there with us but i think she thought that we needed that personal moment yeah. but i could see her like a figure there that was her so i knew that was her way of telling me that she was with her because when she was um when she was dying and we were surrounding her, she was always saying before that she was afraid, like she was ready to go, she was tired, but she was afraid. And so we would, and she would say like, I miss my mom. Oh. So we, um, we all took turns telling her, go to grandma, like go be with grandma, so. Oh, that makes sense. So that makes sense for sure. Oh. Yeah, so it was kind of like, yeah, I'm, she's with me, like I'm with her and I, so it made total sense. That's so sweet. Yeah, it was a really, you know, it's emotional. I'm like crying the entire time that you're doing the session with me, but it was also um, really healing because when I, when you first started just taking me into the relaxation and into the visualization, I felt a huge like sorrow and I almost felt like it wasn't just mine. It felt like hers too, like this heaviness because when she was here, we kept telling her like, you've got to fight, you've got to mm -hmm. get through this. You've got to survive. You've got to be here. You know, we kept trying to, we were trying to motivate her, but I think we were making her feel bad more than anything because she was trying and we didn't know like how bad she actually was feeling because she would just say well you know she'd tell you like i'm tired or we didn't realize how bad bad it actually was and so i think once then we were able to talk and communicate that heaviness and that sorrow just like went away so it was very like it was a very healing experience because it felt um it felt like those things like i said before that were left unsaid things that i never got to like physically say to her while she was here because it happened so fast it was like she just went downhill so fast mm -hmm. and she didn't get to say to me we were able to mm -hmm. so there was a sense of, of peace mm -hmm. in that in that extreme it, i i've never felt a sorrow that heavy before except when i was doing a reading for a client and it was we weren't even face to face 
And I said, I don't know what's happening, but I just, I can feel your sorrow. And it felt so heavy and almost painful in my chest. And that's kind of what it felt like when I first saw her. And then when we started talking and then that lifted and it was replaced with peace. So I know that what you're doing is, I'm sure, helping so many people find closure and find that peace, knowing that their loved ones are okay, you know, because we many times see people at their very worst in the end, you know, and that was definitely the case with her. She didn't look like herself. She couldn't talk. She couldn't do anything. She could barely, she couldn't even open her eyes the last day. It's trauma. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. And it's, it, you know, as a psychotherapist, yeah, I can help you, but um, this is so much more powerful because it's, you know, there was somatic work and things we can do, but it doesn't, it's not like this. And she specifically showed me, I don't look like that anymore. Like I'm healthy. I, oh, that's it. I remember you saying that. Okay. Yeah. Because she doesn't want people to remember that that's what she looked like, you know, that she was that sick because now as I was telling you earlier, she was always so healthy on the go. I said she made retirement look like work because she was a teacher for 20 plus years, retired and then kept subbing and would do long term subs. She just loved it. She didn't want to give it up and she kept working and she was constantly on the go until she got that cancer diagnosis. So to see like that rapid of a decline in somebody who was that full of life was just it's shocking. shocking. Yeah, it was absolutely shocking. And to know that, well, that's not, that's not me anymore. Like I'm back to my old self again and vibrant and, you know, probably leading school somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When my aunt passed away, I remember sitting in my grandmother's home and her dog had her dog in my lap and she was the dog her dog was barking up at the ceiling and i looked up and i'm in i'm now like still as a statue and i saw her and she just was so happy she had um bipolar and she passed away in her late 50s and as you know that mental illness is really hard on people um and she was very young with long blonde hair it's nothing i remember my aunt and i then I asked my grandmother, when do you think her, when do you really think her mental illness kicked in? Cause she had her first breakdown at 26 and she said around 14. And I said, can you show me a picture of when she was 14? And there she was with a long straight, because she was a brunette. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, but in that way she was showing me, she was free. And I, it was, she didn't tell me cause they don't move their lips or communicate. It was just this knowing of And I was, I had so much empathy for her in that moment, like that mental illness was like a prison Mm -hmm. is what it felt like. And she was showing me I'm free. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so, you know, thank you for showing me that. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably one of the more healing things was to know that. And, you know, we all say, we know that, right. I know that when she crosses over, she's going to be fine, but to 
actually see it and know that, yeah, that is the case. That is true. She's fine. Yeah. And what I really love too is that you also in the session asked us to ask our loved one to send to give us signs and what signs can they give us. And that part is especially important because then you can continue to get these messages once the session is over. Well, it's rare. I don't typically ask that. So okay. I don't know. No, I don't. Uh, I don't ask the same questions every time. So that had to have been your mom. Yeah. Well, and we had that, that led to the whole discussion of the sunflowers and of her always bringing up you are my sunshine and just I was telling you earlier that, you know, yesterday, uh, well, May 3rd was my birthday and she like the ad just came across Facebook with the sunflower and it had it to my daughter and it just looked like a letter she would have even written, you know, and it's it was an ad that just was so interesting to me. I'm like, that had to be my mom. That just had to be her and everyone else agreed. They're like, yeah, that's your mom. For sure, for sure. Oh. Well, I love that. And it was really, really healing. And I really appreciate you taking me through that session. And I have to say that anybody who wants to connect with their loved one, this was an amazing experience. So if we have anybody out there who's listening, who maybe wants to connect with their loved one and would love to have a session with you, what's the best way for them to do that? So I have an Instagram account and I'm very, very, cause I'm back in school. So I don't, I don't constantly put stuff up all the time, but it's connections with Carissa. You can also find me at the sagemethod.com under practitioners. Um, you can also find my personal, my work website, ATX. I live in Austin, atxintuitiveconnections.com. And I also offer intuitive life coaching and intuitive life coaching. What, how's that different than psychotherapy? That's just doing shadow work. It's doing inner child work and it's doing connection sessions. And those have been really powerful too. So those are three ways you can get a hold of me. Well, I highly encourage people to check you out because you are the real deal. And it was an amazing session and very healing for me. And I really, truly appreciate you taking the time to walk me through a session so that we could talk about what it was like on air and also for you taking the time to come and talk to us and letting us know kind of what you do and how you're helping people heal. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It was wonderful. <laughs> and I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. If you want to follow Carissa or go book a session with her, I'm going to have the link to the website and to her Instagram in the show notes. So you can go directly there to get to her so that you can possibly book a session with her or just reach out to her. And I want to thank all of you for following this podcast. If you like it, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. As always, you can follow me on social media. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. I am sending you guys so much love and light. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.